Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. morning, my friends, and happy Tuesday. Yesterday, we heard Jesus speaking about the end times, the things to come. Now, today, we are going to see the days leading up to Jesus going to the cross, and that's going to include betrayal, pride, but also mercy and grace. So let's jump in. We are in Luke chapter 22, verse 1, and I am reading from the ESV. Now the feast of unleavened bread drew near, which is called the Passover. Now, if you remember, the Passover was celebrated to remember, to celebrate the truth that God in Egypt protected his people. When he sent all the plagues, when the Jews were slaves in Egypt to free them from Pharaoh, the last one was the plague of the firstborn. The angel of death would come and kill all the firstborn unless they put the blood of a lamb on their doorposts and the angel of death would pass over that house. So the Passover is celebrated and remembered because it shows God's provision and his mercy on those with faith in him. Now the feast of unleavened bread drew near, which is called the Passover, and the chief priests and the scribes were seeking how to put him, Jesus, to death, for they feared the people. Then Satan entered into Judas called Iscariot, who was of the number of the twelve, one of Jesus' disciples. He went away and conferred with the chief priests and officers how he might betray him, Jesus, to them. And they were glad and agreed to give him money. So he consented and sought an opportunity to betray him to them in the absence of a crowd. So here we see the heart of betrayal, Judas agreeing to give up Jesus, his teacher, and likely his friend, for some money. Then came the day of unleavened bread, on which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. So Jesus sent Peter and John, two of his disciples, saying, Go and prepare the Passover for us, that we may eat it. They said to him, Where will you have us prepare it? And he, Jesus, said to them, Behold, when you have entered the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him into the house that he enters, and tell the master of the house, The teacher says to you, Where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? And he, the master of the house, will show you a large upper room furnished. Prepare it there. And they went and found it, just as he had told them, and they prepared the Passover. And when the hour came, he reclined at table and the apostles with him. And he said to them, I have earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he, Jesus, took a cup 
And when he had given thanks, he said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I tell you that from now on I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise the cup, after they had eaten, saying, This cup that is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood, the new promise in Jesus' blood when he went to the cross, salvation through faith because of Jesus' sacrifice. This cup that is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood. But behold, the hand of him who betrays me is with me on the table. For the Son of Man goes as it has been determined, but woe to that man by whom he is betrayed. Now Jesus knows Judas, his heart, his betrayal, and he doesn't cast him out. Instead, he gives him this last extension of mercy and grace. Continuing on, and they, the disciples, began to question one another which of them it could be who was going to do this. A dispute rose up among them as to which of them was to be regarded as the greatest. So they went from questioning one another's loyalty to now wondering who was going to be the greatest. This act, this thought process of pride. And he, Jesus, said to them, The kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and those in authority over them that are called benefactors. But not so with you. Rather, let the greatest among you become as the youngest, and the leader as one who serves. For who is the greatest? One who reclines at table, or one who serves? Is it not the one who reclines at table? But I am among you as the one who serves. Service, humility is more important than pride and lording your power over others. So he is answering their dispute over who would be the greatest with this beautiful truth that the greatest is the one who serves. You are those who have stayed with me in my trials, and I assign to you, as my Father assigned to me, a kingdom, that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Simon, Simon, behold, speaking here to Simon Peter, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan demanded to have you, that he might sift you like wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith may not fail, and when you have turned again, strengthen your brothers. Peter said to him, Lord, I am ready to go with you both to prison and to death. And in another part of scripture, looking back to Matthew chapter 26 in verse 33, this same conversation is recorded. And there Peter answered him, though they all fall away because of you, I will never fall away. Just like 
that conversation the disciples were having, who is the greatest? We see a little bit of pride here. I will never fall away. Or here back in Luke, Peter said to him, Lord, I am ready to go with you both to prison and to death. And Jesus said, I tell you, Peter, the rooster will not crow this day until you deny three times that you know me. So we see Jesus speaking the truth that Peter's strength is not enough. Speaking the truth that service, humility, is always more important than power and pride. And Jesus extending this beautiful mercy and grace with the bread, his body, and the cup, the wine, his blood. He's getting ready, preparing his disciples for his death on the cross. We are working our way there and we will see more betrayal in the days to come. And I will see you tomorrow morning. Thanks for tuning in today. For more information, visit hesitheart.com.